You are listening to Wake Up or Break Up with your host, LCB. I'm so excited you decided to join me today. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello again, you guys, and welcome to episode number seven. This is the last episode I am going to dedicate solely to my relationship and kind of sharing those details. I mean, I may give you guys some updates here and there, but I don't want to I don't want to bore you with this. And honestly, in episode eight and nine, I'm going to be bringing Joe on. Hopefully, fingers crossed, he agrees. And I'm going to be asking him some tough questions about the cheating and his intentions and his thoughts and his reactions moving forward. I think it's really valuable to hear it, not just from me, but from Joe's mouth directly. And I I don't know if that's going to take one episode or two, but I do want to dedicate time to him being able to kind of share even his thoughts about me doing a podcast And then we're going to transition into season two. And for season two, I want to focus a little bit more on the stories of others and allowing men and women and just human beings who have been betrayed, who have betrayed people that they loved, who have been the other person in a relationship or an affair and giving them a space to share their voice because there are multiple sides to a story and it's not always as cut and dry as we would like to believe. It's not you got cheated on, you're a victim. You're the cheater, you're the villain. You are the other person, you are a shady homewrecker. It's it's not like that. People have stories, reasons, intentions, challenges, struggles of their own. And I am going to allow them to voice those on my podcast. So that will be season two, you guys. If you have a story that you want to share, please, please reach out to me. I would love to talk to you a little bit more and set up a time for us to record a podcast together. That being said, you guys, I want to dedicate this final chapter (laughs) or episode to saying all the things I wish I would have said. And I actually recorded several versions of this episode where I kind of generically said, you know, I would say this and I wish I would have said that. But I'm going to be really real with you guys. I want to say all the things I wish I would have said. And no, there's not going to be cursing. So don't worry. You you can listen to this in front of your kids. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> but I definitely want to get it out there. I want to just release this and move on because I'm ready to bring more light and more life into my world and not dwell on this. And I don't know if you guys suffer from this as well, but sometimes, you know, in the moment you have an opportunity to say some shit because of the anger, because of the circumstances. And it entitles you to a free pass to go ape shit on someone and just ruin their life and just totally bash them, push all the buttons, you know, low blows all day, all of the things. But when that moment passes, it's kind of hard to backtrack and say, well, you know, Seven months ago, when I found out about you and my husband, I wish I would have said this. So I'm going to say it now. I mean, it's a little late. Maybe if I see her face to face ever again, I probably wouldn't. I just don't have the balls or the ovaries to do so. So I'm going to do it here because this is a safe space. And, you know, I I just want to get it out. So here we go. I wish you would have stayed the entire F away from Joe. 
I wish that you weren't so effing shady when you came into my gym and you would say hi to my baby and not acknowledge me. I should have called you out on that. I should have told you that you were being a shady beesh because I didn't feel comfortable around you. I didn't like the way that you carried yourself. Yes, I gave you the consideration of being awkward and, you know, maybe not knowing people. And I also gave you the consideration of the fact that I loved your mom. I thought your mom was effing amazing and I still love her. I think she's a great woman. And it really sucks that your shady decisions and your lack of judgment is affecting your mom and her friendships. And it's making it difficult for your mom to be the person socially that she has worked so hard to be, to surround herself with people that she really cares about because she's afraid of what they think of you and your actions. And it's insane to be so selfish about that and to not think of other people. But maybe that's the problem. You weren't thinking. You weren't thinking of all the people that were involved. And I'll tell you a little secret, honey. It wasn't just me, you, and Joe that was involved. There was Banks, there was my mom, my sister, my brother-in-law, all of my friends, all of the members at my gym, your mom, all of the people that you included in your lie, they were all affected by your actions. And what's sad is that you didn't learn your lesson. I gave you a free pass to start over to make better decisions. I didn't put you on blast. I didn't tell anyone your name. I didn't even mention you once. I never spoke ill about you. And you go to the same place where you met me and my husband and you engage in the same thing again and again with men in relationships and work out with their girlfriends? Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe you didn't know that one of them had a girlfriend. But then you did. And what did you do with that? I hope you stop doing this. I hope that this habit, this addiction, this desire, this whatever it is, I hope it stops. Because it's not going to be good for you, love. It's not healthy for you to go after people in relationships. You seem like a nice person and maybe you don't give a shit about your reputation. You don't care about people talking about you because you're making poor decisions and you're compromising friendships and relationships and families. I hope one day you take ownership of what you've done and you change your ways and you don't do it again because God forbid you get into a loving relationship with someone that you super care about who is your entire world who has completed you in ways no other person ever has and God forbid you have a child with that person and you create this life and you're tired and you're effing exhausted and you don't know who you are and your body is falling apart and you're not as hot as you were when you were 25 years old hooking up with married men and then you find out your husband or your wife or whatever you're into at the time, whoever you end up being with cheats on you and betrays you with someone you know someone who you trusted, someone who you considered a friend. I hope in that moment you think of me. I hope you think of my face. I hope you think of my son, Banks. And I hope you remember what you did to us. And I don't know. 
Maybe you will handle it with grace and maybe you'll be super excited that it finally happened to you, that karma finally caught up and kicked you in the face. I hope you become a better person. I hope you change your ways. I hope you learn from this. And I hope it doesn't take a catastrophic event like someone threatening your life, beating your face in, burning your house down, keying your car, or whatever crazy, jealous people do when they find out that their significant other is cheating on them with you. I hope it doesn't take a catastrophic event. I hope you learn your lesson now. And, you know, to be honest, you probably will never listen to this. Uh, you, You probably don't even care. I don't know. I don't know how you live your life. I mean, obviously, there has to be some level of disconnect from the real world because, you know, you were okay with hooking up with my husband intimately twice because you know it didn't work the first time you got to try again didn't work then so now you got to be my best friend and you came in my face and you made me freaking cookies and whatever else like i i don't know the the mindset of a person who does that i mean it's your mindset i guess that's just what you do i mean maybe other people do it too i don't know i can only talk about you and my experience with you and i really do wish you the best I wish you the best because you may not be very secure with who you are as a person. Maybe you don't think you're deserving of love that's solely yours. Maybe you don't know how to keep it, baby. Maybe you don't know how to love. Maybe you've never really been loved. Maybe there's something lacking and you're seeking that in other people's relationships. Maybe you need that stability. Maybe you need someone to make you feel like you're important or special because they're in a committed relationship, so they must have their shit together. And if they acknowledge you, then maybe that means you have your shit together. But it's not true because it's not yours. It's not yours. You were convenient. You were easy. You put yourself out there multiple times. You made yourself vulnerable, which is actually a big win. Good for you. Good for you putting yourself out there, sending those. You send those photos of yourself to all of the people that you want to see your vagina. You do it, girl. That's more power to you. Just don't send them to me and don't send them to Joe. You're a beautiful ass girl. You're smart as shit. You have so much potential. You could do so much more. You deserve better than Joe. You deserve to have someone who's all yours. You don't deserve to have these men that are in relationships with other women. These men who are emotionally unavailable. They're desperate. They're sad. You don't need that girl. You need to get your own man. And then you need to make him miserable. So then he wants to cheat on you. You know, like we've put in the work. We've made them miserable for a reason, you know. So they stick around, right? Is that what we do? I don't know sometimes. But what I do know, what I do know is that I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry for you because it's freaking sad. It's sad that you don't care enough about yourself to care about what you're doing. And how it affects you and how you come off in the world and how you function in the world and your impact on other people's lives. Like, don't you want to have more than being someone who hooks up with married men or unavailable guys in relationships? I don't know what you want out of life and it's not my place to know. What you did sucked and I don't get it and I don't have a reason for it. Honestly, I don't even know if you have a reason for it. Do you have a reason for it? Do you have a reason for doing that? Do you have a reason for just not making any effing sense at all? 
Like, why did you have to be my friend? Why did you try so hard? I don't get it. Like, I thought that maybe that was your opportunity or maybe your attempt to be a better person. But then you did it again. But that's not of my business. That's not my story to tell. Because what's funny is that you became the other person and you decided to hook up with people in relationships when you know that happened to you. And you know how much that hurt when someone hooked up with a person that you were in love with. It was painful. So was it payback? Like, did you do it because you were so mad about the person that hooked up with your boyfriend that you wanted to hurt other women because you were hurt? That's sad. It's only going to keep going again and again until you become a better person, until you decide to work on yourself and not just your body, like work on your mindset. It may happen again. You might get cheated on again. I mean, I work on myself all the time and I got cheated on. So, I mean, no one's safe. So I hope you put more effort into becoming a better person instead of becoming the other person. Because there's a lot to be said about personal development and working on you. And I hope you find that someday. I also want to say that, Joe, you messed up, buddy. You really did the dumb thing. You took it a step too far. You took my trust and you pissed on it. And you pissed on it with someone who was close to both of us. Who was in our circle of socialness and... That was really dumb. I mean, it was dumb, but then it made sense because I know you wanted to really blast this relationship into the heavens and you did. And then it came back and you were like, oh, shit, it blew up. I actually didn't want to blow that up. I wanted to keep it. And I just want to say next time, next time that you feel like our relationship has hit a dead end, buddy, could you talk to me first? Could you say, hey, Elsie, we've been together for 15 years. The least I could do is tell you when I'm not feeling it and I'm thinking about hooking up with another person. I would appreciate the courtesy. I would appreciate that conversation. I don't care if you think I'm not going to listen. I don't care if you think I'm not going to receive it. I don't care if you think I'm going to fight for us. Just do me a solid buddy and if you could just tell me ahead of time that would be freaking golden I would appreciate and love you forever not in the romantic sense but you know like in the sense of I respect that he actually told me before he destroyed our entire life that yeah that's an okay guy there he's not a total dick and also thank you Joe for like being shady as shit and cheating on me and then for realizing that you effing effed up that you freaking made the biggest mistake of your life and you came back and you realized what was going on and that you encouraged me to be a better person that you encouraged me to change things and you provided a space for us to make things work because I don't know if I would have made things work I, I, I think you could have easily been an asshole you could have totally blown me off things could have gone a million different ways and I guess lastly for this all the things I wanted to say episode I just want to talk to myself like damn it Elsie why were you living a life for so long what was it in your mind about having this perfect life and doing all of the things correctly and holding things in and lying and just oh being bitter like it literally 
was killing us. Why? Why? Why didn't we do better? And I guess it's because we didn't know better. We didn't realize that there's more to a relationship than sex. There's more to a relationship than just being in the same house and having a really cool love story. It's it's not about the work we put in in the past. It's about the work we continue to put in each and every day. And I hope you realize, Elsie, that there's so much more to you than just this fake facade of a person who has everything together. No one is perfect. No life is perfect. No relationship is perfect. But I freaking love the person that I am becoming. And I encourage you guys to do the same thing. If you are listening to this, I hope that you can own your story too. You can own your choices. You can own your past and you can use it not as a crutch or an excuse, but you can use it to elevate your circumstances as a human becoming something more. As a human being striving for enlightenment, for clarity, for love, for peace, for growth. Nothing is worse than being stuck and you do not have to be stuck where you are right now. I hope that you have the opportunity to try new things because you matter. We each have a story and they are important. And sometimes that means saying all the things you need to say to find that closure and to move on. You guys, I'm at that point where I've said all the things I needed to say. I said the things I need to say to Joe, to that other girl, to myself, and for now, to all of you. So you guys, that was episode number seven, the final episode of The Cheating Chronicles. And now we are transitioning into the next phase of the podcast, bringing on other people. And to finish out season one of Wake Up or Break Up, I'm bringing on Joe. I'm going to be asking him the tough questions that all of you have been asking and a few that I have myself. I think Joe's a little uncomfortable about, but I think it's going to be a good time. So until then, you guys, thanks for tuning in and I will talk to you next time. Have an amazing rest of your day. Bye.